When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. If you're not already a subscriber to the series, hey, listen, we put out uh, new interviews, uh, episodes, whatever you want to call them, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we just got artists from so many different genres all talking about what they're up to, you know, letting us know about their new albums or, or whatever and everything. If you're a music fan, and, and obviously you're checking out this one, so you're a music fan, I, I believe you. So I hope you take that moment to uh, maybe actually subscribe to the series, and we'll deliver those new episodes to you three times a week. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, you can find us there. Just type in Kyle Meredith with. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today my guest, Codaline, going to be talking with Steve Garrigan of the band. First, about a brand new single they released in January called Wherever You Are. It's a really beautiful little track that uh, kind of talks about... You know, dealing with the relationships when you spend most of your life away on tour. Now, this is our first listen into what will eventually be a new record. I'm going to be asking a lot about the new record. First off, they're doing this one entirely on their own, self-produced. So I want to hear about the challenges and the freedom that comes along with that, why they chose to go down this route, and where they're recording. It's not a big recording studio. In fact, it's a kitchen. It's not a studio called The Kitchen. It's a kitchen, presumably with a fridge and a stove and a sink and things you find in a kitchen. Now, of course, you can make music anywhere these days, but I find it interesting because Codaline has such a big sound. And to have a sound like that in such a small space, we're going to have to get the story on that as well. Steve's also going to tell us about some of the heavier themes on this record. 
especially the ones that deal with mental health. Uh, he himself has dealt a lot with anxiety and depression in the past, something he's written about, something that's once again making its way into songs on this record. So not only will we get some insights into those tracks right there, but also how he uh, deals with that in his daily life, the things that make it better to cope, resources, especially um, one locally in, the, in Dublin. Uh, of course, the band is Irish, uh, called Walk in My Shoes, which is an organization over there founded by Adam Clayton of U2. As far as on the touring front, the band has been kind of nonstop doing that these uh, past few years and having an explosive moment, uh, especially over in India. It's noticeable if you follow the band on their social feeds, so we're going to talk about that. It's, in fact, a really fun story about uh, as soon as they landed a, a fan who happened to be listening to them in his earbuds at that moment as they passed in their car, chasing them down on a motor scooter. So without further ado, let's get into it. It's Kyle Meredith with Codaline. Hey, Kyle. So there's new music that's been released and more new music on the way. So far, we've got the single Wherever You Are. And let's start with that, too, because this is such a beautiful song that you put out there. And sort of, um, what's the story behind it? Because it, it sort of speaks to you being away from someone, right? Yeah, well, it, it kind of started out as a song I was just writing for for my girlfriend. Um, like, being in a band, like, there's four of us in, in Codaline, and we all have partners, girlfriends, and two of us have wives. But um, being on tour, constantly on the road, which is what we do, um, can be tough for relationships. So I kind of sat down and wrote that song for her originally. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really where it came from. But then I took it to the guys. They really liked it. And we kind of put the band around it. And um, we all really liked it. Started playing it live. It went down very well. And then we got a director in London, a guy called Riley Blakeway, to do a video. And he came up with this story, and this emotional story that's amazing, and it really complimented the song. But um, it's one of our favorite songs that we've written over the past few years, so... Yeah. Yeah, and the reaction's been good. It's, I, I think there was a fan, uh, Super Sleuthing, that had asked somewhere online that um, they noticed that the image of the song was a torn piece of paper and was asking, is there another side to that paper? And it looked like that <laughs> might have been like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> that, that's really good. Um, possibly the album, the rest of the songs. For me, the song is really just about missing somebody. You know, when, when you're so connected to somebody and, you know, whether it be somebody who's who's still alive or, or someone who's passed on, when you're so connected to them, you kind of, they stay with you. So it's kind of like wherever you are, that's where I'll be. And that's kind of where it came from. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a really lovely sentiment and, and a beautiful song. So have you all put this, are, are you still working on the record, uh, on the new record? Was this sort of like um, a bit of a trust fall? Like maybe the record's not done yet, but we're going to go ahead and give you a taste of it? This is the first kind of record that we're producing ourselves. And that for us has been a learning curve, but it's been really awesome. It's not finished, but it's more or less finished. Mm -hmm. And when we did release Wherever You Are, we were kind of we were like, okay, yeah, the album should be done, and then we'll release something else pretty soon and then have the album later on in the year. That's kind of the plan. Now, doing it yourself, I mean, the last record, of course, had you know multiple collaborators. What led you down this path? Why, 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 what led you to say, nobody else, it's just us this time? Uh, when we started out as a band, like it was always just the four of us, you know, and um, we all grew up together in Dublin and we started out in a jam room in our drummer's parents' house and that's kind of where the majority of 
well, the first album came from and the second album was more or less us on our own. And I think the last album that we did, we just we had an opportunity to work with kind of everybody and anybody. And for us, it was it was a chance to get out of our comfort zones and just kind of see what other people bring to it, you know. And we did that. And to be honest, we learned a lot from it. And I think if we hadn't have done that, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now, which is producing as well. So, yeah, that's kind of the reasoning behind it. Um, it on our first album, we wrote everything, but we had, like, producers with us. Mm. The last album, we had different writers with us and different producers. We just kind of felt we were up for doing it entirely ourselves. It seems like there's also, I mean, there's challenges, possibly, to having that much freedom. Editing, for one. I mean, knowing when the song's finished or versus knowing when to push further. I mean, it sounds like you're going by gut and instinct and really just knowing yourselves at this point. But did you ever find those challenges there? Whereas in another, you know, in, in the past, someone else might have said, no, that's it, guys, that we, we, we've done it. There always comes a point where you kind of just have to let it go and just say, okay, it's done. And it can be very difficult, especially when it's like when you're making an album. Because you can like overthink everything, you know, for us, I know like the normal listener will just hear music and be like, yeah, that's cool, that's catchy, that's nice, or that's emotional and I like that or I don't like that. But when you're creating and like in the song, you can like obsess over the tiniest detail. So you have to, someone or we have to decide when, oh, that's it, that's it finished, done, everybody shut up, cool, that's it. Now put it out and see what happens. Hopefully everybody likes it, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so, so it can be difficult, yeah. Well, it's important to know yourselves. I think the other charming part of this story is is hearing about the kitchen, too, because we're not talking about you all doing this, you know, spending the millions inside the big studio. <laughs> You've taken this to a very small operation all the way around, right? Tell me about the kitchen. Um, yeah, well, it's basically just a kitchen. There's no more to it. Uh, a little studio set up, and uh, it's in Dublin. We've done pretty much all the writing and the most of the producing in a in a little kitchen it works so we haven't questioned it <laughs> <laughs> it's i mean if you have people over if you have a party or whatever it's, it ends up being the spot that everybody gathers anyway so there's gotta like a kitchen doesn't look romantic to me but there's something magical in it i've just given in to that <laughs> there's something magic oh. that's brilliant uh, it is true though I mean, in, in the average household, you know, the kitchen is where people gather. So maybe it has something to do with that. We all just kind of ended up in the kitchen and uh, writing songs. <laughs> and so, I mean, I guess, you know, it gets in maybe in the weeds of, of talking about the technical side of it, mic placement or whatever that. But 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 in this kitchen, like you're, you're judging from this first single, wherever you are, you're still producing a very big sound in this very small space. I mean, it wasn't planned, you know, I think. But when we when we write songs, the the sound that comes out is is just that. We I think we kind of aim for like a big sound. We always kind of have that's the natural sound that comes out of us as a band, you know. Um, and we're fond of big reverbs, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, as you should. How has it been? Uh, so, are you doing a lot of this record? It's between tour stops, right? Last year we did most of the writing last year, and. But we spent the majority of last year touring. So, yeah, we were kind of going away on tour and then coming back. We'd do a few days in the studio and then we'd go away on tour. We'd still write 
bits on tour, you know, but we'd record when we get back to the to the kitchen or the studio. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean it's kind of yeah, the majority of the recording has been in uh in the studio in the kitchen and I keep I call the kitchen <laughs> the studio now. <laughs> well, it's just um, a, it's just interesting to me. I mean, there's a million different ways to do anything and especially to record a record or anything. In, I, I sort of wonder in about this, in this day of age, yeah, I mean, you can kind of record anywhere. Yeah, well, I, I guess I, I was wondering more about the consistency, um, trying to keep a, a general thread of the record when it's sort of start-stop like that. If that is a preference, if it's even noticeable, you know, challenge, whatever. I think it kind of, for us, like, there's no real right way to do to do anything when you're recording and writing music. But um, for us, it works because we can kind of, like, record something and then sit on it. And then while we're on tour, we can listen back and then, you know, decide if it's right and make changes. And, you know, because uh, sometimes, like, one day you can love something and think it's great. And then you walk in the next day and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard, you know. <laughs> so it's it's a mad process, you know. But, um, yeah, I suppose it did work really well because we could really think about the songs, step back from them and then go on tour, come back and then listen to them with fresh ears, you know? Well, as far as, I, you know, I don't know how much you want to let out or whatever, but but have you seen any uh, major themes kind of erupting from your songwriting? I don't want to go too deep into it, but anxiety and kind of just mental health in general and talking about it. Mm-hmm. There's uh, one or two songs that kind of touch on those topics. Just for because I myself have had anxiety and depression over the years, and uh, I've learned to kind of cope with it. And it was only natural to write about it and write about my experience with it. But um, and so is our guitar player as well. And it's very important. And being from Ireland as well, there's this kind of attitude where it's like, uh, "Soak it up, you'll be fine." You know. Be, be a man and you don't need to talk about it like men don't cry type thing mm. so yeah I think it's really important to talk about it so there's about there's two songs I think that are about anxiety and then uh, Wherever You Are is kind of a, a relationship song and that's kind of that's all I'm given right now yeah no, <laughs> that's okay top of my head <laughs> that's alright you know because I mean mental health is finally being talked about uh, more and more these days, especially in the ha- last handful of years. Uh, here at WFPK, we devote a full day to it a couple times a year to just let people call in and, and talk about, you know, their own struggles or request a song as a tribute to, you know, uh, someone they lost or something like that. And it's been really interesting to see it finally get there because I feel like, well, it's been needing to happen for a long time. And I, and I feel like it is being talked about more and then, you know, for me, and maybe for you, I don't want to project onto you, and that's why I'll say for me here, that's, you know, we're being inundated nonstop with 24-hour news that isn't fun news, you know, and I feel like the mass anxiety that we're all dealing with is, it's starting to creep up in a lot of musicians' songs, I feel like, even more than usual. Yeah, I think it's really important, like, uh, as you said, to talk about it, and like over the years, in the in the last couple of years, it's gotten incredibly better, you know, and it's really improved, like people talking about it more openly, you know, but it can always get better. And yeah, there are, actually, come to think of it, there are a lot of musicians and songwriters singing about it and writing about it, which is great as well, you know, because that'll only help people, so right. why not? Do you have, I mean, can you offer ways that you've found helpful to, to process or deal with what you're going through? Well, there are, like, there's a lot of online resources and podcasts that are particularly good, you know. 
for anxiety, I think like there's breathing techniques and stuff, and then there's cognitive behavioral therapy as well, which is really, really good. And if you can't afford a therapist because they can be very expensive, there are a lot of resources online, uh, free resources. But one of the most important things to do is just really to talk about it. Because for years, I never spoke about it, you know, and I've written lots of songs over the years kind of about it. Even there's an old song called High Hopes of Ours, which for me came from a place of anxiety. And in a strange way, music has always been an outlet for me. So that has helped me too. But uh, I think the best thing that anybody can do is just talk about it. You know, confide in a friend, family or anybody around you, you know. And that's the first step, really. And there are a lot of resources, as I said, out there. Something you've mentioned on your Twitter, uh, Walk in My Shoes, that's, that's a part of all this, right? Yeah, they're uh, an Irish charity founded by Adam Clayton from YouTube. He was kind of like a ambassador for it, and uh, I kind of got involved with that in Ireland, uh, just obviously because of my own uh, past with anxiety and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great. To, I felt it was a great thing to do, and uh, if I can help anybody open up about it or point anybody in the right direction, then why not? Well, no, I, I appreciate you speaking about that and, and everything. And uh, I'll sort of turn things back in towards the band a little bit more before we get out of here, too. Yeah, um, before we get too heavy. <laughs> uh, this isn't as heavy. I guess it's a, you know, a little bit in a way because seeing you all and the pictures and the videos you, you do share from, from out on the road, it's, it's been interesting because you all are having – have been having a bit of an explosion, especially in places like India uh, and, and over in Asia. I mean, that's that's not my perception, right? That's actually happening. Yeah, it's it's quite bizarre. You know, we, we went over there for the first time about two years ago, and we didn't really expect anything. Like, it was more a case of just, oh, come on, let's go over because we've never been there. And look, if anybody turns up, that's a win, you know. Um, at least we get to play a show. But yeah, it kind of... It took us off, took us by surprise, and uh, was, you know, fans waiting in the airport, and uh, the gigs were amazing. And then we did a tour there last, the start of last year, and it was like easily the best tour we've ever done. I mean, it was amazing. The support over there is is incredible. And it's, I mean, it's got to be surprising when you think about the cross culture thing. You know, if music is the universal language, as it's been said, you know, cliche or not, it's those moments to me that sort of really prove that. I mean, you show up and, you know, English is not the first language there, and yet your music is making uh, this connection in, in, in mass. Yeah, I, it, it's it's incredible. And I, it is a cliche saying that music is a, is a universal language, but it, it is, you know, it's um, when people don't speak like English, you know, and, and our songs are all in English, obviously. They don't know what the lyrics mean, but they're still singing along, you know, it, it's incredible. You know, uh, it's hard to put into words. And look, every show we play, especially abroad, when they don't know the language, it's just it's amazing you know no it's it's cool to watch that I, i've enjoyed those videos there's one online i'll encourage listeners to especially look up because you arrive uh i think it was in india and and there's a guy on a a scooter like chasing you all down just to take a picture with you which is so endearing <laughs> it's so endearing yeah it, that was crazy you know we we literally just arrived at the airport and uh Got into a car and drove, and we had to drive from Mumbai to a place called Pune, and it's quite a long drive. And we were about an hour away from where we were heading, and this guy just comes up beside the car on the motorway, and he's racing, and like he starts like signaling, and I thought he was 
I don't know what he was doing. I was turning to the driver going, here, I think you have to turn or something. There's going to be a crash. I don't know, you know, <laughs> kind of freaking out. But then, uh, yeah, it turns out he was uh, he was a big fan. So I pulled over on a corner and kind of spoke to him, got got a picture with him. And then he kind of, he was shaking and all. And he said he was coming out of his college and he listening to Codaline, like a song of ours. And he looked up and he just saw the car go by and he saw me in the car and he like ran for his motorbike, his little moped and just sped after us, yeah. which, which, which is crazy, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he was over the moon. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, to be in his shoes in that, if the universe is speaking to you, you better take that chance. I mean, why not? If, that's, if it's all lined up, how how incredible is that timing, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, if the universe is speaking to you, take the chance, but, but drive carefully. <laughs> <laughs> If it involves vehicles, you know, that's all I'd say. But yeah, that no, was cool. Awesome. Steve, it's been so much fun. Uh, a pleasure talking to you about this. Uh, the new single is called Wherever You Are. We're going to be looking forward to the next releases and, and the album whenever that arrives this year. This is, uh, you know, it's, it's again, the music is beautiful. Thank you for that and, and the call today. Uh, thanks, Kyle. I really appreciate that. All right. Take care. Take it easy. No worries. Bye. Cheers, bro. Bye. Bye. My thanks to Steve Garrigan, Codaline. Uh, the new single, Wherever You Are, is out. A new record on the way some point this year. Thanks to Steve. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, if uh, you enjoyed what you heard, uh, we got uh, lots more where this came from, either in past episodes or future, which you can get by subscribing to the series Kyle Meredith With, wherever you get podcasts from, including Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, all the other pleasant destinations. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. You can also find me on just about any social media platform, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. (laughs) And so I decided, well, I'll call just any other place in Ireland this morning to make sure it goes through. And uh, and so I called the Guinness store because it's the first thing that pops up, <laughs> and it <laughs> and it worked out fine. Amazing. And um, and I was like, okay, we're did good. They, did they say they'd send you some Guinness? Or... <laughs> oh, I the poor so. guys! I just hung up on him right away. Just... <laughs> Do you read Stephen King? Good news! There's a club for you, the Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.